Hey, it's Mestadon Josh Landers with another episode from the Dungeon of the Garage. Uh, if you see me go like this creepily toward the camera every once in a while, I don't have my fucking goddamn lazy brown eyes. Look over here, I'm making sure the camera is still rolling. Um, as usual, I'm doing this in audio form only and now in video and audio. Obviously, I just want to make sure the fucking uptick of the camera is still going because last time it screwed up. And it split my videos in two, which no one watches anyways. You know, my fucking five subscribers, they don't care anyways. Uh, they probably don't even listen. But this is the way it is, and this is how it's going to be going. But I'm still going to be here. Still going to be doing this. Uh, so I got my pretentious notebook, my composition book, uh, yet again. And over the last uh, two weeks, it's been interesting. Obviously, we've, we're, we're still in this uh pandemic now we got the spikes uh rising of course always it's always going to do that in a, every two to three months it seems like everything's going to spike they're already uh foreshadowing that possibly the spike another spike will be coming in september so it's going to be in this three-month cycle probably for the rest of our lives uh but we just couldn't handle sticking around anymore it's summertime for us uh our jobs ended uh the kids are out of school my job is gone. I am no longer a teacher, which is both a weight off my shoulders and also a little bit scary just for the fact of uh, income and money. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've had 40-something jobs. I think I'll make my way through it. Uh, and you can't get paid any worse as a teacher in this state in particular uh, or in this country. So I think I'll be able to uh, uh, fucking pick up dog shit for a living and make the same amount of money. And just FYI, my dog, who we traveled with uh, recently, which I'll get to, uh, just shit all over the downstairs carpet this morning. Like a big, smelly, just all-encompassing smell of dog shit throughout the house. Uh, I think she was a little backed up. I think she is feeling the effects of the old COVID. Um, possibly. But whatever it was, it, it was a stinky, stinky morning in the old Landers household. Um all right, so what we did was a very smart move on our part as parents. We, we were done with school, we were getting itchy to go somewhere, and we did what any other protective parents would do. We took our kids on a road trip. Uh, and not just any road trip, it's a road trip to see our family in New Mexico. And not any part of beautiful, beautiful, mostly beautiful New Mexico. Uh, we went to Roswell, New Mexico, which is famed for you know what. If you don't, Google it. Watch the shitty TV show that used to be on Fox or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but it's, it was nice to see my parents, my brother, my cousin. You know, it was nice to see the family out there. So that's where we went. We felt like it would be a safe trip to go to see family. So either we bring the COVID with us <clears throat> asymptomatically, possibly, because we haven't had any effects of that yet. Uh, so we either brought the COVID, California COVID, over to New Mexico, or we brought the New Mexico COVID back to California. So if there is a big spike again in any of those regions, you can blame us. And I'll take the blame. I don't care. Uh, it, it's a blame that I'll take. Uh, were, were we getting that itchy to get out of the house? No, it was, kind of, it was a hit and miss with uh, my wife and I, whether we're going to go or not. Should we go? Should we not go? Of course, we're always taking into consideration of our our kids is it is it is it smart to travel but i think this is going to be an ongoing thing thing for the next year two years are we just not going to do anything anymore uh we i'm not one of these nuts that just doesn't wear a mask which is not a nutty thing to do either so i'm kind of in the middle ground of wearing a mask not wearing a mask which i always wear though every time i go out into public i'm wearing my mask 
and it's not that hard. It doesn't affect me that much to wear one. Uh, it feels almost normalized even at just after three months to have to wear a mask. Uh, in California, it's mandatory. You have to wear one to go into a store. But when you travel, it's interesting to see the different pockets of people and thinking that's out there. Uh, and this is not a country anymore. We don't have a country. We have 50 different countries in, in one unified land uh, uh, or ununified land, non-unified. We don't have a country anymore. I think it's, it's all separated by states. So I think we could easily become 50 different countries soon. Uh, and maybe not 50. I'm sure there'll be some that will pocket together. We'll have the West Coast. We'll have California and Washington and Oregon. Uh, I did that out of order. But we'll have those three states probably get together. Then you can have Idaho, Nevada, uh, uh, Montana, maybe. Am I doing the geographics right here? Uh, in some sort of state. Then you would have Arizona, New Mexico, maybe parts of Texas or all of Texas. Or Texas could be its own. Uh, Oklahoma is its own boat. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, but everywhere now that we travel, I think we're going to see the differences in what uh, COVID-19 is and what the protections that we take are. Uh, and like I said, we're my family, we're all mask wearers. Our kids don't go to stores with us, uh, even though my son did go to the store a couple of times in New Mexico. And when he did, he was wearing his mask. Um, but is that a thing anymore? Is it, is it what, what age can we now let our kids go to stores? He's 14. Um, we let him walk around the neighborhoods here without a mask. Uh, and he knows to get six feet away. He knows to obviously not talk to people if they're coming up to him too close. Uh, but this is the new world order to a certain extent. But what age is that going to be? But our seven-year-old daughter, she hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, she hasn't gone into a store. She hasn't gone anywhere outside what we just did, traveling and going to two hotels um, on the way out there and the way back. And just basically staying at my parents' house in one in one environment uh but again we're we're always susceptible we're all we have to go out to go shopping uh and if we bring something back if i bring something back whose fault is that is that mine even if i am wearing a fucking mask i don't know so this shit is just all off the rails now uh but this is kind of a you know i've always wanted to be doing traveling uh videos or traveling blogs is that a, a blogs a thing anymore or just travel writing in general i've always wanted to do that uh, and I've done it. I have these stupid fucking notebooks and I have pages and pages and pages of them that I just have not put down in any sort of documentation. It's not great writing. It's not good writing. I do bullet point writing. But every time I reread stuff, our trip to Thailand, our trip to Costa Rica, our long road trip over to Montana to the Glacier National Park and Yellowstone National Park when we're still able to have national park visits. Uh, those are all things I still look at over the past three years, and it brings back the memory, to me at least. And they're funny, they're stupid, they're dumb, uh, at least to me, right? That's, that's, it's just a me thing. It's a Josh thing. It's a personal, it's a, it's a selfish thing that I think I have uh, with this. And it's, I can't stop, I, I don't want to stop traveling. Nobody wants to. And I'm hearing it's opening up a little bit to travel, but then another shutdown. It's going to open up and then another fucking shutdown. Um, and I think it was nice at least just to give a, a give our family a taste of what it could be like the near future. And maybe the future for as long as we live. I don't know anymore. Uh, so we'll, let's start there, I guess. Uh, we'll start there. So we left the house uh, on, a, on a nice brisk Friday morning uh, from Northern California and we knew it was going to be a long drive and luckily we have basically positioned ourselves as parents and kind of uh, 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 
coached our children, uh, for a lack of better words. I'm looking for a better word here, but I can't come up with it. But we've uh, allowed our children to get used to traveling in many different ways. So we've done the long road trips. Even when my son was very young, we went on a fairly long road trip. When he was six months old, we moved from San Diego all the way to Arkansas. Uh, so that was a long road trip for this little kid. And then he moved four or five different times since then. Uh, different cities, different places within the same city, different towns, different places within the same town, house to house, apartment to apartment, townhouse to townhouse. This is the type of losers that, that our children have as parents, and especially me, uh, as a loser parent who can never keep a sustaining job because I never like to work. Uh, no, I'm going to take that back. It's not about enjoying work uh, or liking work. I don't like the jobs that I get. So those are the that's the work I'm talking about. I'll, I'll do work all day long. I, I will do physical labor uh, just stupidly on my own just because it's something to do. Uh, if there's cinder blocks that need to be removed, if there's pallets that need to be broken down, if there's uh, trees that need to be chopped that don't really need chopping, I, that's, the kind of, that's the type of stuff I like. Uh, so I'll work my I, myself that way, and I'll do this little dumb shit like this, uh, or writing and things. You know, I'll work hard. I just don't like to work hard just for money's sake, I guess. I, I think you know what I'm talking about. The losers out there, the people who have never sustained a career in their life, they'll, they'll understand what I'm talking about. Just like alcoholics will understand what, I, well, what I'll talk about drinking later on. Uh, you guys will understand what I'm saying, hopefully. But maybe, maybe not. Um, like I said... I'm not smart. I'm not a, I'm not a brilliant person. Um, where was I? So start off in, in Northern California. Then obviously it's going to take 11 hours the first day. We can't go much further than that, maybe 10 hours. And mind you, we're traveling with a 60-pound dog. So we got a 60-pound dog in the back of our Subaru. Judge me. Judge me for having a fucking Subaru. That thing is a monster. It's a beast. It's got it's made made it through ice storms it's made it through snow blizzards it's made it through a lot of shit over the last 12 years so if you want to judge me and call me a, a fucking a, a spike-haired lesbian uh driving the subaru around go ahead go ahead but it's a nice car and it's still nice it needs a little work probably here the muffler's going a little wonky has some weird weird hums coming from the back especially on the way back uh but we don't know exactly what it is but we know there's a little bit of a muffler issue on the last diagnostic we had with the car a few months ago um so after i get the toolie packed on top it's a, we have a soft bag toolie we don't have the nice ritzy hard top yakima yakima uh or toolie that's on top we, we need to get one of those but we have a soft top and it's great for putting luggage in it's great for putting sleeping bags and tents when we go camping uh, and i could ratchet that shit down i could strap the straps on top of the car put it on uh, the racks on the Subaru and just wrench that shit down and it gives us some freedom of room in the back seat and the, 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 the what's it called? Not fucking extra cab. We have a, what the fuck's it called? Station wagon. That has a little shit in the back, the compartment. But the dog now, our fucking 60 pound American Bulldog mix, she takes up that whole goddamn section. I'm putting bags around her, of course, but her pillow sits there perfectly or her bed and she's good. Luckily, we got a dog that travels well. She just sits there and slobbers the entire time uh, over my kids' heads, and she just puts her face between the headrests, which is hilarious, and she looks like a fucking, the Joker, my, my daughter calls her, uh, it looks the Joker face, clown face, whatever you want to say, and her lips are pulled back, her big fucking tongue is dripping all over the goddamn kids' heads, my son is dying because of it, my daughter's laughing and flopping, flopping my dog's lips, but we got a dog that travels well, and that's extremely important. Uh, I think my brother was telling me about someone he knows where her dog... 
uh, uh, pukes four or five times on a couple hour road trip. And I had a dog like that at one point too. When you travel with them, you don't want a puking dog, but unfortunately that's what you get and you just don't know. But fortunately, not to dwell on it too long, we have a good dog and we trained our kids. That's a word I was looking for earlier. Fucking trained uh, our dog to travel well. And now we trained our children to travel well as well. Uh, so good, no, no problems then. They're outside of like the, you know, of course they're gonna get uh, antsy, like we are getting antsy. Uh, they're going to get bored, like we get bored, even though they have the luxury every once in a while of watching episodes on Netflix, uh, downloading movies beforehand and giving it to them. My son is able to download. He's in, really into The Office right now. Uh, so he was downloading like 25 episodes of The Fucking Office on his phone. So, but uh, of course they want it all the time. And not to say, not to date ourselves as parents, but, you know, we grew up in the 80s and 90s, and our road trips were fucking boring. One, I didn't go on many road trips. Uh, maybe to Vegas for my sister's wedding years ago. Uh, we did day trips with my dad on his days off from the post office. We didn't do a lot of traveling as kids. So I'm seeing them as like, you guys got the fucking posh life here. One, you travel, and you have parents who like to do it a lot, as much as we can, monetarily speaking and time-wise. Uh, but, you know, now they have the luxury of not being bored in certain pockets of these boring drives, which there are. We get bored as adults, of course, on these fucking drives. So they're brutal. So about 10 hours as the crow flies uh, the first day. But, of course, we stop, piss breaks. Uh, we pack our lunch usually, but, of course, we make little pit stops. Uh, dog has to go walk, and that's another thing about my dog. She doesn't piss when she gets out. She, dogs are fucking amazing. They can hold their piss and shit. For fucking days, uh, humans can't do that. Uh, we have to have we have to piss, you know. Especially when I'm having road beers, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. I gotta piss. I mean, when we gotta piss, we gotta piss. We gotta stop. We gotta find that rest stop. We gotta find that gas station, which is a lot, little different now in this day and age to find places that allow you to go piss in their bathroom, uh, depending where you're going. Um, but what was it? What was I fucking talking about? Pissing and shitting. Uh, yeah, oh, outside of that, our, our little pit stops that we made, uh, 10 hours, but it comes to like 11 and a half to 12 with these little stops that we make, um, and it's not terrible, but when you're traveling through certain regions that just have nothing with it, and especially, I think, in my mind, California, after a certain point, is the worst state to drive through, and if you've ever been on the I-5 before, it is the worst drive that I think I've been on, and I've been through really long stretches of lonely land. Oklahoma is a tough one. The panhandle of Texas, even though it's a short little kind of obviously panhandle, that's fucking brutal. Uh, Kansas can be tough. I'm sure there's, I mean, there's many, many places. Uh, Idaho in a certain part was not one of, what is not beautiful. Idaho was, was a little, little long. Uh, how many farms and potatoes can you look at after a while? Um, but California, it's just long. It's fucking long. Let me look at the time. Oh, time's still going. It's long. It's desolate. It's cow shit smell. If you guys have ever gone south or north on the I-5, uh, I don't remember exactly where we're at, what mile marker we're at, but just thousands and thousands and thousands of head of cattle, which I'm sure is very organic. When you see cows, like the king of the cows, uh, the king of the herd, just standing on a fucking mountain of manure, uh, and when it's summertime, especially that smell is just, it's, it's not good. It's tough. And it's amazing that I still eat that fucking product, that beef, uh, maybe not from those cows if I'm, cause I'm hoity toity and I'm pretentious enough to, and, and, and I have that privilege, I guess, to hopefully not eat those cows, but they can't be good for you. It just, they just can't. Um, 
that's a tough drive for adults and kids. But we made it through. So 10, 11 hours gets us to Kingman, Arizona. And if you guys want to stalk me, uh, my five subscribers, you could probably line where I'm coming from in California. I've already given away Northern California. You can already, you could probably trace on a map with your fat fucking potato finger uh, where I'm at. And so we get to Kingman, Arizona. If you've never been to Kingman, Arizona, it's the typical kind of Arizona of what people assume of Arizona uh, if they've never been there. And when I was a kid, I used to make fun of Arizona quite a bit. Zoners, we call them, because when we go surfing or bodyboarding at the beach in the summertime, you'd always have those zoners just fucking uh, waist deep in the water with their boogie boards. They're not called boogie boards, by the way. They're called body boards. They have their boogie board, and they don't know what the fuck to do. They don't know the rules of the wave. They don't know the right of way of the wave. If someone's on that fucking wave already and coming down the line, they don't know not to hop on it. So you can't fault them for it. But I used to hate. I used to not like Arizona. You know, maybe maybe one time, maybe just one time, I said, eh, they blew up Arizona. No one would really care. Uh, or just put a big bubble over it so people can travel out of there. Uh, and Kingman was kind of what the Arizona, like I said, the old sort of West Arizona, the, 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 the nothingness of Arizona. Of course, Phoenix is big fucking bustling city. You got Tucson, a big giant college town. You got the Tri-Cities or whatever it is around Phoenix. So there's places, the, the massive metropolises, uh, metropolitan areas. But Kingman is not that. It's just a it's a it's a thoroughfare town, right? It's a, it's a way to go. It's a place to stop and get a hotel. And my mistake that I made, and something I I wasn't ever gonna do again, and I told myself, and this is going to be the sort of poor pretension that I have, pretentiousness that I have. Is it pretension or pretentiousness? Um, I told myself a long time ago that I will never stay at a Motel Six. And I kind of had this thing, and maybe I heard it from someone else, that they said, you know, once you get to a level of success, and that level, level of success means that you don't stay at a hotel where the door opens up into the parking lot. And I'm really starting to take that into heart a lot more. And I'm not saying you're a bad person if you stay in a hotel where your door opens up to the, the fucking smoking villa, you know, where people, the designated smoking zone. Or the swimming pool. When your door opens up, you don't want that. I'm not saying you're a bad person. That's kind of what all we can afford. But it's just weird how only like 20 to 30 bucks more gets you so much more. Especially when you're on the road. But I made the mistakes. Fuck it. Let's just stop at Motel 6. And one good thing about Motel 6 is they allow dogs there. No questions asked. Uh, no how much does a dog weigh. No questions about the breed. Because if they saw our dog, who, who's the biggest pussy I've ever met and one of the sweetest dogs I've ever met, they probably wouldn't let us stay because she's got that breed. She's got that quote-unquote uh, mix in her that is susceptible to danger and anger and attacks. Um, but no questions asked at Motel 6 because they don't care. Uh, and this one was not a good Motel 6. There's some of them out there. You go to like Morro Bay. You go down to like fucking Paso Robles or any sort of posh beach town, they're going to be probably decent in California and in Arizona even maybe. I don't know. But this one was not good. And right when we pull in, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're tired. We're, we're kind of anxious, obviously. Our asses hurt. My balls are falling asleep or have fallen asleep. I had road beers while my wife was driving, which I still don't get why is that illegal. My wife's not drinking while she's driving. And we can get into laws and rules and regulations later on, especially when we get to the mask thing. Uh, if we get there, if my camera doesn't fucking shut off, still going. Um, but 
why is that a thing? Why road beers? It's like I'm done driving. I did my six six hours, five six hours. My wife tried to evenly split it here and there, and I've done my time driving fourteen straight hours in the past. Uh, and I just, I don't want to do that anymore. It's too much. Uh, but you know, I, I could do five or six. Then get my road beers and be happy and just sit there and just sip on that drink while my wife is driving safely down the road. But if I, I get pulled over, we're fucked, obviously, right? Uh, is that still a thing in the South or Midwest? I don't know. Can you have road beers? Uh, they used to have one. You If the passenger is dri- not driving, obviously, passengers can't drive. If the passenger is drinking and the driver is not, what's the, di- what's the point? What's the difference? As long as the cops can check that, ma'am, are you driving? No, I'm not. Or, are you drinking, ma'am? No, I'm not drinking. I'll let this test you. Little test. Not drinking. I am. What does it matter? But I think maybe they think, oh, he will drive at some point. But, eh, fuck it. And so I have my road beers because it, it makes, it calms me down uh, after these. And it makes the drive more enjoyable. What does that say about me? That says a lot about me. So judge me. Yet again, fucking judge me. But right when we pull into this Motel 6, tired from the road, uh, just hungry probably, irritated, uh, irritable. Uh, at, at everything, life in general, and then right when I kind of just see the scumbaggery of the Motel Six, I'm like, oh fuck, what kind of choice did I make? And I'm usually the one like, nope, we're not staying there, can't stay there. This is probably over the course of the last ten years that I've become like this, and I, I don't, I can't do it, I can't. But I see it, I'm like, fuck, we're stuck. But then once we get deeper into the Motel Six, once we check in, once I see some dirtbag guy with uh, really saggy shorts, a dirty shirt, fucking. <laughs> blow a snot rocket right by me when I'm going by with a couple of bags and people in the pool, even though, you know, it's like, it's COVID-19. Are we supposed to be in pools now? I don't know. But we see people in the pool with not the greatest bodies in the world. Not saying I am, but I'm not jumping into a fucking Motel 6 pool. Uh, It just doesn't look right. Guys outside smoking cigarettes. If you have a hotel that you go to, if you pull in and you see people who pull the chairs out from their motel room and just sit by the door with it open and smoking cigarettes while other people are trying to get their bags off their cars, out of their cars, you'd probably get another hotel. But we were stuck there. And of course, in my fucking mental brain, uh, uh, I'm saying mental breakdown brain, I'm saying we got to fuck it. Let's get another, another hotel, ask for a refund. I can't do this shit. I can't sleep well anyways. I know already I got it in my head. I'm not going to sleep well here at Motel 6. Uh, and was I right? Kind of. But I was so exhausted at some point after I ate Arby's, fucking Arby's, which I used to like. Fucking what happened to Arby's? I used to like Arby's, and now it's fucking gone. It's, I mean, the quality is gone. Never was quality anyways. Maybe it was just a kid thing. Um, so my son and I got Arby's. My wife did too. Hers was fine. She got a chicken sandwich. She's smart that way. My son and I opted for the fucking cheddar roast beef. He got sick later in the night, not puking, but he, he was fucking farting it up, uh, stealing my covers on the bed as well, but he didn't feel good. He'll never have Arby's again. And my daughter had chicken fingers, didn't like them. So I have to walk the Jack in the box next door and get them other shit. Anyways, that's the way travel goes. Cause we're not healthy when we travel. It's, it's, people are, but I'm not gonna fuck it. It's traveling. So it a- actually ended up being not a bad night, but not a great night. And when you have people like scumbags at three o'clock in the morning, they don't know how to be quiet. They're walking right by your room, fucking stomping, uh, yelling as loud as they would yell at noon, you know, for, Hey, Marcy, where's the bag? Fucking Marcy, where's the fucking bag? Right outside of our hotel room, 
I don't know, Donald. It's in the car. I guess they're from Boston now. Uh, with that accent, but there's right outside of her fucking door at three in the morning. My dog's barking. She's growling. I'm like, ah, this, it's a fucking. I'm yelling at white trash people, and not saying they're all white. I don't want to be racist, uh, but it was very white trash. It's Kingman, Arizona. Who the fuck am I joking here? Um, and then we made it through. At least we didn't spend more money to get another hotel. I kind of just kind of let's get through this. I'll pass out. Put the earbuds in. Listen to something. Kind of eventually just went in and out of sleep for the whole night. Of course, not great sleep, but at least we got through it. Uh, but some ass, this is kind of funny. We were in room 212, I believe. And my wife goes to walk the dog while I'm getting shit packed up the next morning, 6.37 in the morning, so we can get on the road and travel all the way through Arizona to, to New Mexico. We see the number on our door is no longer 212. Right next to the placard at our door. Fuck, it started, stopped again. Motherfucker. Fuck. Hold on. Pause. All right. Back on both. Fuck it. I'm pushing through. I'm going to be able to edit this in the audio, but I got to figure this shit out. This fucking camera, it, every 23 minutes it stops. It stops me from recording. So I got to fucking learn how to edit. I got to learn how to splice. I, I got to learn how this is fucking ridiculous. Not that other people are, who are doing this don't have the same problems, Josh. I understand that. Um, where was I at? That fucking at? A room. Room placard. So some asshole at uh, Motel 6... Uh, we were in room 212, I think I was starting to say, God, it's fucking hot in here. I was starting to say before uh, the stupid goddamn camera shut off. Uh, room 212, and a little placard next to the door says the same thing. And the numbers are on the door, kind of, uh, what was that, fucking up and down. Uh, not horizontally, uh, laterally. Is that laterally? Um, they, you know, 212, 212. So then we, the next morning, my wife, after she walks the dog, she's like, right, someone switched the number on our door. And I, what? And I look at the door, and now we're in room 213. On the door, placard next to it, still the same, 212. On the door, the fucking assholes in 213 took our two, put it on their door, and put their three to make our door 213. So I'm thinking it's some like, weird superstitious thing that these dirtbags had. But right when I'm going back and forth up the stairs to bring the bags down and shit and put the toolie back onto the car because I'm not leaving our shit on top of the car in Kingman, Arizona at a Motel 6. I'd fuck that. Um, not that Kingman's bad, but it's not good. Uh, I, uh, yeah, the door to the next door, uh, on their door is kind of ajar. It's open a little bit. There's like some weird uh, towel outside of their wet-looking towel outside of their door, like almost like a doormat. And I'm like, I don't know who these people are. There's no noise for coming inside. But they switched our door number. That's why you don't stay at Kingman, Arizona, in Kingman, Arizona. We get going. Uh, get some shit for the kids, get some gas, move on. Then we go deeper, deeper into Arizona, which is beautiful, right? Off the 40, you get past Kingman, open landscape, this beautiful reddish kind of mountains in the distance, some mesas you can see. It's, all, it's very picturesque. Uh, you can see the Old West there. Trains going by, you know, uh, all over the place. I don't know how many trains we saw. And I've driven this drive before. I've gone through there many times. But I'm showing my daughter, look at the train, another train. Look at the beauty, guys. Look at the shit out there. Look how much open land there is still in this world. So that's a great part of traveling. That's a great part of the drive. It's just going through the motions of the land. 
and it's pretty. Then we get to New Mexico. We stop here and there. And let me tell you something about traveling right now, I guess before I get to New Mexico. If you're traveling with kids now in this day and age, know that certain places still don't have restrooms that are open. They don't have bathrooms. And I think we stopped in uh, Sanders, Arizona. And in Sanders, Arizona, we went to a Shell gas station. No bathroom. Couldn't go in there. It was county by county laws. And again, at me as a, as a, a fucking loser and a beer drinker, you got to know that when you're going county to county, certain places are dry. They don't sell beer at stores. They don't sell beer at convenience stores, at gas stations. So if you're looking for that road beer, you got to map it out well, which I didn't. I just figured, oh, they'll have beer everywhere. That's just part of the pro. That's part of living. Uh, but not the case. Not the fucking case. Um, so now we get into New Mexico. Um, now we, you know, once we get into New Mexico, it feels good. We're in the state that we're visiting. And we're going deeper and deeper. And when you're traveling through Arizona, and I'm kind of backtracking here. I'm getting a little discombobulated with this whole fucking uh, uh, recording shit here and the heat on my fucking garage. But Kingman, Arizona, nobody wore, wore masks. Very few. At the Motel 6, again, we all have our masks on. We go into the lot, or I go in the lobby where my wife did to go check in and check out. We just go in uh, solo. And kids aren't going, they just go straight to the room. Then when we get to the room, what do you have to do? We have our Lysol wipes. Me and my wife are fucking wiping down everything, remote control, because they fucking, people stick that shit up their ass anyways. I don't like touching remote controls when I, when the shit's not going on. That's the first thing we wipe down, the counter spaces, the fucking doorknobs, any surface that the kids are going to touch and we're going to touch, we're wiping down with these fucking 99.9% bacterial wipes, antibacterial wipes. So hopefully we get that shit cleaned enough. So that's the first step of traveling out with the kids. You got to clean the room. And, but no one in Kingman at that Motel 6 in particular was wearing masks. The workers weren't. The people weren't. Mr. Snot Rocket Man who walked past me wasn't, of course. Nobody. No six feet of distance. Nothing. So this is a new age now of travel. You got to like take it upon yourself maybe to keep yourself safe. Or is that even safe? Does, do the people in Kingman and places in Arizona and New Mexico wasn't much different? Um Certain pockets of people were wearing masks, certain stores, maybe half-half, but not every, I mean, it wasn't 100%. And we're coming from a place that is very, uh, uh, again, pretentious, and it's California, overly fucking expensive. So people already look down at California, the most populous state out there, but everybody has to wear it. You can't go into a store here without wearing a mask. And it, throughout our travels, all the signs on the side of the road, those sort of digital signs, they said, you know, COVID-19 is still a thing. Please wear your mask. Please keep social distancing all the way through Arizona and all the way through New Mexico. So it wasn't that there wasn't a, a promotion of it to keep distance and keep masks on and things like that. It's just people don't want to listen. It is the old West. It is the wild West. It's the way I think it's the mentality there. That's why I said most states are not states anymore. They're their own little fucking countries. Uh, and it's, it's strange. It's odd. It's an odd thing to see, but I kind of knew that already because I've lived in New Mexico. I've lived in Arkansas. It's, it's just different county by county, state by state. California is no different as well. Uh, going away from the sort of different county we live in to other internal counties, going to the, the through the grapevine, uh, through sort of more of the farmland. Some people wore them at gas stations. Some people didn't. And again, I have a fucking gray area with that. I do it. I will do it. Uh, wear a mask, but it doesn't mean everybody has to. It's not that hard, right? I know this is a visual thing, but you know, you, you put this fucking thing on, you strap it over your head, you're good to go. You look kind of like Bane from fucking Dark Knight, but it's not that bad. Or you got these fabric ones, they're a little more breathable. You put it like that, put it over my big fucking goddamn crinkle cut fry ears, 
and my big fucking Jew nose and my snaggle teeth, right? It's not that hard. It's a pain in the dick. I understand that, but it's not that hard. Um, and then we get to, you know, we're, we're, we're making it. Made it through Albuquerque. Uh, we're getting closer, only three hours away, and we're so excited. Then we finally get to Roswell, and we're excited there as well, just to get to the end of the trip, just to get to the end of our day. So we had one 10 to 11 hour day, maybe 12. Then we have a second 10 to 11 hour day. So we're 22 to 23 hours in the car in two days with two kids. Uh, one teenager who's sometimes often worse than the seven-year-old. Uh, and that's, I guess that's just the way it goes. Uh, but we made it. We made it to there. Uh, that's not to say that we made it back from there well, but we did. I'm not going to give too much away because that'll be part two if I can fucking splice these videos together, which I'm hoping I will be able to do. Download some fucking free or very cheap editing tool, hopefully, and I can get this back on the fucking YouTube video, YouTube channel uh, without this, these weird gaps in it. Um, but that's kind of what I had for today, and it's getting fucking hot. I got to cook my shawarma soon uh, on the grill. I gotta, I gotta make some stuff ready, get ready for some kale chips in the oven with some bacon grease. You know, I, I have, I have responsibilities here, right? I have responsibilities and I was responsible enough to take my kids on a road trip, road trip during this pandemic, during the worst pandemic, worst quote unquote pandemic that we've ever had since I've been alive, of course, since any of us has probably been alive. Uh, especially definitely since my kids have been alive. So I made, we made a smart choice of that. So the responsibility factor is definitely there. Uh, and just know these little tidbits, these little facts. So if you have children and you're looking to travel, which I know many people do, uh, and are, will travel just as well as we do, you know, have the hand sanitizer. We'd had that. We had one that smelled like a fucking unicorn's ball sack. That was, that was something that my daughter got for Christmas, I think, that we're laughing at. Like, why do we have hand sanitizer that smells like fucking uh, jizz from a unicorn horn? Um, uh, but it came, came in handy and we have another one that smells like a mistletoe mixed with a snowman's a fucking, I don't know, asshole. Did I use that one already? Unicorn's asshole. Um, but it was very, very smelly, fragrant, right? But they had the enough 60 something percent alcohol in them that would work. Plus we had a couple other sprays and shit like that. So sanitizer, we had those wipes, bacterial wipes, antibacterial wipes that came in handy. Uh, we had our masks. We used that. Uh, we, we tried to socially distance ourselves as much as possible, even in a dirtbag environment like a, a Motel 6, and not to chastise that chain. Uh, hopefully they won't uh, uh, let go of me as, a, as, a, as an advertisement, as a partner. So Motel 6, if you're still out there, leave the light on for me. Right? Leave the light on for me, please, because I, I need money. Uh, and that's it. That's pretty much it. Just be savvy while you're out there. And, you know, we, we had a good trip in Ros a good week with the family, a little over a week. My wife and I were able to get out and travel to Taos, New Mexico, just by ourselves and get a hotel by ourselves for the first time in over a year. So that was, that was nice and fun. Uh, I had panic attacks uh, while in uh, New Mexico, which was probably from uh, over-drinking, which I went on a good streak of drinking there, uh, a good, you know, 12, 13 days in a row of drinking and boozing it up. Uh, and hopefully giving myself a little bit of a detox afterwards, but eh, what, what, what's the point anymore? Is there a point anymore? So maybe there, there won't be a fucking part two to this. Who cares? I played disc golf 
uh, quite a bit, or at least a few times in the in the desert heat and the fucking uh, the blistering wind. So that was interesting. Uh, good to hang out with my brother and cousin and my son doing that. Got attacked by fucking these fucking falcons called kites. I tried to catch some video of it, uh, but of course my camera doesn't catch shit. Uh, but these things were fucking attacking us on this disc golf course. And we, I was using the fucking disc like a goddamn ping pong paddle trying to bat them away from me. It was like a fucking shield. It was like a Viking shield, but the smallest shield ever. They're, they're darting for us. So obviously they're protecting a nest or some shit, or they're just evil, evil bastards. And they would just dive bomb us. So we had to look out, you know, not the best fucking disc golf game ever. Uh, not the best score I've ever had in my life, even though I'm not that good at all. It's just something to do. And disc golf for me is a way to get outside, exercise when I'm not exercising that much, especially on vacation. Uh, it's a good hike. Uh, and to have some beers. It's like regular golf, uh, but not as expensive. It's free. It's free. All you got to do is buy a couple of fucking cheap discs, buy some beers, go out there and get attacked by a fucking pigeon. Uh, so it's fun able to do that and now my parents are getting older. So, you know, you just never know uh, My dad's 80 years old now. Uh, my mom's younger than that But you know, it's just, it's just, it's, you know, take those opportunities uh, and we did and we did and, and are we smart if In 10 days is, is that the is that the waiting period within 14 days? So we got back a few days ago So in 10 to 12 days if I get the COVID this will be my swan song video uh, and hopefully, like I said, I'll be able to splice these fuckers together because I don't know why this video doesn't go for a full time. Is it because it's idle? Do I not touch it? Am I not doing dick pics well enough? Am I, am I not going? I don't know. So I'll try to figure that out. Uh, and then I'm sure I'll do another podcast and video here soon enough. And maybe just keep going with the travels with Domestic Dawn, travels with kids, the COVID trip, 2020. Uh, and we're looking to go camping. Uh, find a camp spot somewhere. So we're going to do it again uh, as long as we don't get ill. Uh, but I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. And just while we're heading out here, I will open my first beer of the day. And this is brought to you. This episode is brought to you by Lead Dog Brewing Company. This is a Citra Solo IPA, which I've been into lately. The sort of the hazy Citra IPAs. And I'm not a huge IPA guy, but these ones are usually not as harsh. Uh, it's from... Reno and Sparks, Nevada. Woo! I've had some. I've had some times in Reno and Sparks, and don't. It's not what you think. Uh, but I did get hit on by a three hundred pound hooker one time. Not hit on. I got uh, uh, proposed to uh, by a three hundred pound hooker. What's the word? I'm, I'm blanking on words here. I'm tired. I'm still tired from the trip. Still recovering. Uh, proposition. That's the word I'm looking for. Got propositioned by a three hundred pound hooker, uh, and uh, you know she said she just wanted a bus ride. But I could tell she wanted a domestic dawn ride in the budget hotel that my friend and I were once staying at. And I've had other times in Reno too with rugby and other stuff. And it always ends up fun, but not good, if you know what I mean. So I'll send you off with a sip here. Oh, that's not bad. See, that's what I'm talking about. Citra or fucking hazy if you don't like that over bitterness of the IBUs of usual IPAs when they people just try to drown you with the fucking wet sock taste of their IPAs. I think brewers sometimes probably do that. Just working all day in the fucking cellar and they just wring their socks out and their jock straps into the fucking barrels or the tanks to get that fucking bitterness. But I don't know. I'm no expert. So I'm going to keep writing in this pretentious folder. I'll do some more possibly of the travels and other things here and hopefully iron out the kinks of this fucking video 
so I don't have to keep putting part one and part two on YouTube for my fucking five subscribers. Uh, the audio will come out later. That should be fine and streaming. I know how to edit that shit. I just got to figure this shit out. All right, so you guys have a good weekend. Uh, keep drinking.